Okay, so now I'm going through. I'm like in the midst of actually reading a book. Okay, so it's been like months since I've actually gotten to read a book cover to cover. And I'm feeling so smitten about this. Like, I am over the moon. I feel so delighted that I get permission to just sit down and hunker down and just actually enjoy a book and not have to, like, return a book before actually getting to read it. And so I'm just so over the moon about this. I'm reading As I Loved You, Kitty DeRuder. I'm already on page two. Like, look at this. I feel so grown up. Like, this is so exciting. And I have this little book club that's going to be in, like, you know, in the next 17 days or something like that. And I'm totally going to do this. This is going to be amazing. So here I am. Chapter two. Or, sorry, page two. How I have loved this old face with the expressive big brown eyes. I often tried to picture her without the wrinkles around her eyes and mouth. I think she is describing her nanny, Babo Kid. Um, and saw that she must have been a beautiful woman in her younger days. Her long hair was neatly knotted at the back of her head with a big pin made out of teak wood struck through the hair to keep it in place. She wore, wore tiny silver pierced earrings and a nondescript pin on her kabaya to keep it closed. Yes, I love my bubble kit dearly. Okay, honestly, when I like read that already, it just brings back such tender memories of loving my grandma. Because I spent so much time with my grandma growing up. I don't really have a lot of memories of what... I did with my grandma, but I just know I spent a lot of time with her. You know, everything from watching her knit to playing with her finger skins, like, and just making little mountain peaks with her little knuckles, uh, or like swirling her jade ring around her finger, or like, or like gathering my things whenever I noticed she was going to start exercising. I would gather a little chair and little towels to sit beside her to like stretch with her, when she was doing little exercises and I'd like watch her little shows with her because she really liked this show called like Price is Right. She liked game shows. So I'd watch it with her and she'd like be so like ecstatic about different moments or like, and I still remember being little, like, you know, under the age of three and she would talk to me and I totally understood what she was saying. You know, like she spoke, spoke like this village dialect, like Toy Sunny's kind of style. But like after around the age of three, it just got to that point where I just couldn't really grasp what she was saying anymore. And I just felt a little sad about that throughout my life that I could not really totally understand her anymore. And I knew that I could at one point. I knew that we got each other and that I could hear her and that I could know what she was saying. So I hope to be able to get back there one day where I can be even more attentive to what and who she was and is and what she was saying to me and what she would say to me today right so here we go in the morning babble kit would bathe me in her well-lit bathroom where stood a huge mandai a trough made out of brick or cement filled with water the trough was large and deep enough to swim in and when our nanny was not with us for a few moments we children tried to do just that much to her annoyance for then they had to drain the water and clean the trough to have it ready for the next bather- bathers. Babble Kit would dry my body with a soft towel, then dust me with a sweet-smelling body powder, and put my clothes on what she had laid out on the dressing table beforehand. Then she would carefully brush and comb my hair, adorning it with a huge ribbon to match my dress or romper, all the while complimenting me on my beautiful hair and skin. You are a pretty girl, she would say, but not too pretty to let it 
to go to your head, she always spoke in soft, kind tones. I was a child with a destiny, she would tell me. If I would study well, be cheerful and kind, and take care of myself, I would marry well to a husband who would be as strong as seven water buffalo. The reason that my nanny knew about these things was that she could read them in the palm of my right hand. She would carefully take my hand, stroke it a few times on the inside of the palm, as if to study it carefully, then follow the middle line with her index finger and solemnly declare that I would have a long life and magnificent future. Okay, so seriously, already, I feel like I can relate so much to so many little parts of this book, right? Like, I remember being in a circle with, like, my aunts and cousins and things like that and having us all look at the middle line of our fingers, too. And we would all see who had the longest middle line and and it, we would always talk about, oh, wow, you're going to live the longest life or, you know, or not, right? Or, hey, where did your middle line go, right? So I totally get this, this, like, superstition about this. This is so hilarious to me. Hmm... She would carefully take my hand inside of my palm, follow them in a line. She was so serious about this that I began to believe in these things, and I decided early in life that I would have to study hard and be good to deserve a good husband. It helped me tremendously that my nanny kept telling me that I was a pretty girl because I was the largest, the tallest, and the fattest of all my brother's girls, and I felt very self-conscious about that. My family used to call me the chamber elephant because they claimed that they could hear and see me miles away. Okay, so I just love the pure honesty in this kind of like journal entry style kind of a writing where it's like she just shares, quite frankly, what it was like, right? And I can relate so much in different instances where it's like I never really felt beautiful growing up, right? Everyone called me onion head, right? Like I was Yong Chong Tao. I was like the little girl that they'd like pull up the hair and it just looked like an onion. And... And yeah, like looking back at pictures, you can tell that I really didn't think I was very beautiful and like nobody really, like maybe people made efforts to make me look beautiful or whatever, but they mostly just cut my hair really, really short and I just looked like a boy most of the time, right? So I can just like totally relate with what Kitty's saying here about feeling like she was just not what her nanny would say and then but I can also relate because I always had my grandpa and he would always just say I was beautiful right he'd say you beautiful <laughs> and that was so sweet because he didn't really speak a lot of English at all but he would he would make the effort to tell me I was beautiful <laughs> so that was really lovely